Two quick Patriot items. Number one, the most important, Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement. Any yep. thoughts about that as a fellow Patriot fans? I mean... I mean... Uh, Tom Brady has officially finished his NFL football career. I say good for him. It's about time, first of all. Um, <laughs> it's weird because all these Tom Brady stands who aren't really Patriots fans, mm-hmm. they, to, as far as I'm concerned, they're just like... You know, I don't care about y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all people are whack. Tom Brady stands. So all I want to say to those people is, "Ha! Now what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do now? You gonna watch Tom Brady play golf with his with his wife? <laughs> have fun! Have fun being entertained by that." I'm, He's gonna Patriots still playing. They still exist. Yeah, they still exist. Tom Brady, the football player, does not exist. Right, he is dead. I mean, don't say dead. That's not well gone. It's gone. He's gone. But. But sure, uh, yeah. These jokers said, "Oh, he's gonna play till he's 50. Well, as according to my calendar, he is forty four and a half that, years old. If people are worried about like someone like Tom Brady playing until he's like, you know, I don't know, fifty, sixty, even seventy years old, he ain't like gonna play till he's fifty. That was the no, most ridiculous like, thing I ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> wasn't that when did Brett Favre retire? What what age was he? He was forty. He was forty. Yeah, even that was too late for him. He had a he had a great season at thirty nine, and then when he turned forty, that's when well, he was okay. terrible. There you go. And then he quit. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I just feel like that if if it's your time, leave at your peak. Like Tom Brady knows. Like, all right, I might still have like another two, three, four, five years, but right now my attention needs to go somewhere else. And what more do you need to prove? Like you've already proved it. You've got all the rings. You even went to a different team, gave them a ring. Like, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're you're good, man. Like, you know, w- what point is it? I mean, the only other thing you got left to do is go go to, like, all the teams and have them win a ring. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think that's what his wife said to him. It's like... She said, "Sweetheart, you, you don't you don't need to do anymore. Come <laughs> she come said home." That verbatim, you were come you were there in the room with them. I mean, I read lots of interviews from her, and she's always said that publicly, yeah. like, "Yo, my 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 honey need to come back home to the yeah. kids because mm. football's dangerous." Yeah, my man's about to start playing golf. Football is dangerous. Oh, real quick. Yep. <laughs> he about to conquer golf real quick. Like, I mean, shoot, I've seen, I've had, I played in high school. I had teammates that had concussions, man. Yeah, I mean, was there a second part of your your thing? Oh yeah, so so uh, coach, um, uh, wait, what is going on? My head is I'm tired, Uh-oh. guys. Uh-oh. Uh, Josh you McDaniels, mal- you Josh there? McDaniels is he's the assistant coach for the Patriots. Okay, the lead assistant coach for the Patriots. He left the Patriots to take the job for. Um, Las Vegas Raiders. Right. So he's coaching the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. And apparently he was asked a question about the tuck rule, which was the the rule that was made in the in a playoff game between the Raiders and the Patriots in mm-hmm. 2001, mm-hmm. where uh, the referee said that Tom Brady did not fumble the football. He threw an incomplete pass. But Raiders fans and some Patriot haters believe Tom Brady fumbled the football. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the rule book, mm-hmm. it was not a fumble. According to the rule book. But obviously, some people say, hey, well, if you watch the play, mm-hmm. 
that's a fumble. Just 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 the eye, just with your eyes, common sense. You're right, right, yeah. So that's Meredith's fans have complained about that for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, forever. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> and Josh McDaniel said that it was a fumble. Mm. In this interview, in this kind in of this interview, interview yeah. as the Raiders head coach, mind you, he's coached for the Patriots for I, fifteen okay. years. I follow, I follow, yep. He's and so. he said, Yeah, it was a fumble. I was like, Bruh, come on, man. Where's your loyalty at? You were with the Patriots for fifteen years. Now you just are you really trying to like butter these people up, these Raiders I mean, fans up? Trying I to mean, put them up. I will I will say this. This was twenty years ago, right? Yep. I don't know. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, I, no, I'm not like that's not gonna. That's not gonna. Uh, I'm not ranting about it. I'm I not know. ranting about. I just thought it was kind of corny. It's. Like, I just know that people. <laughs> I just know that people are are up in arms about things like this. And in my head, I'm just like, maybe I'm not. Like, I love sports. I I I love watching football. I love watching basketball. I'm just not. You don't ask me about stats. Don't ask me about where they went to college. Don't. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Um. I'm. I love it as a casual fan and I know the the important players. Um but I guess that's where I come in and say what's the point of like all right does he saying that now that he's with the Raiders you know he's saying it's a fumble but is this going to affect football for 20 for another 20 years you know is that going to change anything in the future? I mean no, nah, it's all about how you coach the team and how well the players play. It's as yeah. simple as that. But I mean, I, I That's what you I know, think, I don't like, want to be I don't want to sound like a a brat. I mean, if you're a Raiders you're fan, a you're still upset about it, hey, more power to you. So, I just thought it was goofy that he just said, "Oh, it was a fumble." And mm-hmm. to me, it just felt like, "Hey guys, like accept me. Don't don't yeah. criticize me." Yeah, you felt like I'm your coach yeah, now. You think that um <laughs> that he's with the Raiders, so he's like let me butter them up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. That's what I thought that was. And I'm like, all right, dude. I thought it was funny. He was like, oh, yeah, it was a football. All right. So you guys like me now? <laughs> yeah. Because Raiders, they, for, for obvious that, reasons, can, they don't can, like Patriots. No, they don't. They don't like anything connected yes, to the yes. Patriots. That was, I think that was the very first uh, Super Bowl I actually sat and watched. Well, it was a playoff game. Oh, not, playoff. Not yeah, yeah, playoff. I'm thinking, you know what? I'm thinking the Rams. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. They don't like the either. Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that game Patriots I have lots of enemies. Yeah. They're like Batman. They got a lot of enemies. Yep. <laughs> I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. Ooh, you can't even slap your name on anything. Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin's. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah. like, we will not have it. Hi, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're old and Dang, can you edit that out? And now, this is Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends Podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. What's up, everybody? This is episode 81 of the Marvelous Friends Podcast. We are friends who love Marvel, but are not afraid to talk about the good and bad of all these movies and give it to you in a very honest and direct way. Uh, my name is Rob. And I'm the host of this amazing podcast, and I brought a few of my friends with me. This is Rinaldi. 
Elise. And I want to thank you for joining this podcast. In this episode, we have comic book movie news coming your way, so stick around. Welcome. Uh, it's Marvelous Friends. We always come together and talk about movies, TV shows, news, and any any rumors that are out there. And it's always fun just like coming together, talking about these things, getting into some heated debates, or we just all hate the movie at the same time. It's both so good. Um, in this episode, we have been scouring the internet, and there's a lot of news out there, and I feel like news has ramped up. Because Spider-Man No Way Home, you got Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, you have all of these possibilities, and with these possibilities, that just quadruples and multiplies that to so much news and possibilities and theories. And so I wanted to turn to you guys and ask you guys, what did you guys find on online when it comes to MCU and Marvel comic book movie news? Man, so, okay. Right, I'm trying to compose myself. All right, so okay. I know that we have been critical of the direction of the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Okay. To any Marvel Disney Plus fans, hey, we just keeping it real. We're just being honest about how we feel. We just don't like this Disney Channel uh, approach <laughs> right. to yeah. these shows. So I feel like a lot of my news has been related to that. And so I got some more news Okay, that's okay. related to that. It is John Bernthal, who plays the Punisher, has been engaged in more conversations this month with Kevin Feige Mm -hmm. about being brought into the the Disney Plus Mm. Marvel uh, story. Wow. Being brought in. Yeah. Um, And it's funny because I believe I read something in September where John Bernthal said he wasn't confident that something like this would happen. And he didn't ha- he he only had a few conversations with Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. and they didn't go too far mm. because Kevin Feige wanted a PG thirteen approach to yeah. Punisher, mm-hmm. and that was a deal breaker for John Bernthal. And Come so on, those John. Come on, deal ended. break it. That's right. Yes. Don't settle for less, John. So, Don't so settle. that that wasn't in the article that I'm about to cite, but that was what I had read. A few months ago, around September. Okay, so so an article that right. I'm reading now. It's a small screen. dot co. dot uk. Okay, so it's a web page and a YouTube channel, and they re- report on all kinds of developments in Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so they said that there there have been more conversations this month. Wow. Um. Oh shoot! They did post that article where John Berthall said that's a deal breaker. That's it okay. in September. Yeah. But this month, they've said more conversations have been happening, and um, and Bernthal's confident mm. that these conversations will be better than the ones that happened in September. Oh, wow. And he mentioned that Kristen Ritter, who plays Jessica Jones, has also been engaged in consistent conversations mm. to be Jessica Jones in Marvel Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And also that she's confident that, okay, they're not going to... Um, tone down her yeah. character. Yeah. So this is some great news. Wow. I don't know what you guys think about that. Oh my gosh. Um, first of all, mm. good for you, John Bernthal. I'm a John yes. Bernthal fan. Yeah. Like Me too. on The Walking Dead, mm. anything he's in, he's just even he's, movies. Um, he's been in some good mu- some good movies. Yeah. As well. 
Yeah, no, he's. Uh, what other movie did he? What, what am I thinking about? I can't um, think of them off the top of my head. I can Wikipedia them, but sure. But every time I seen him in a movie, I'm he's, like, oh, he's good. He's compelling. He's a great actor. Um, and, and his, Walking Dead, he was great. He was great in the Walking oh, Dead. Oh man, like that oh my was gosh. just yeah. <laughs> but his his portrayal of of Punisher is like you can't match it. You you just can't. Um, and I'm just glad that if Punisher is going to be introduced in the MCU, one thing we don't have to worry about is a watered down Punisher where they trade his guns for laser, laser guns or, uh. you know, and, and, you know, he shoots aliens and not people like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I, I, I love that this conversation is happening. I'll, I'll back up here cause I have more to say. I want to pass it to Elise and what do you think, Elise? Yeah, no, I, I'm happy to hear that. And, um, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'm happy to hear this. And like, I feel like with these Netflix series, the the actors and actresses, they choose really get into it and they just like, you believe it. And so that's why, yeah, I I just, I just love that so much. And just even with Vincent D'Onofrio, like he is Kingpin, like Mm -hmm. he, that's, he channeled it. And so I just... If they want to do a project, I just hope for future they'll just let these um, these actors just really just do their thing, like have a little bit more reign over it, and just I don't know, I I don't even know if I'm making sense, but I'm just proud of him. Yeah, and yeah, I don't want no watered down nothing. I just want mm. them to have full expression of whoever they're trying to portray because it's it's beautiful when you see it on oh, the yeah. Netflix yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost wonder if. Um... Vincent D'Onofrio had similar talks, and it sounds like he did, mm-hmm. um, and they came to a compromise. I wonder if in those he, talks- He did say that. I read an interview, because yeah. I think a few episodes ago, I had mentioned that I glanced at in, that interview. Mm-hmm. He was also- But I read through it, and he right. said it, they had a compromise. Yeah, there, yeah, he was interviewed on a podcast, and I, I watched that video where he said that, yeah, th- there, was a comp- there were compromises, and- I think the direction he took was he wanted to keep the integrity of the character, mm-hmm. even if they had to cut corners with how violent he's going to be on, you know, this Disney Plus show. Yeah. But I almost wonder if in those talks, if any future projects were discussed and what the future of Kingpin will look like. Because you have to talk about that if you're bringing on Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, so him getting shot by Echo. Now, obviously, we don't know how bad he's going to be injured or if he's or if she just missed yeah we just know she shot at him Mm -hmm. we don't know anything more than that but if we're if they're going off the comics there is a chance that kingpin would either have to go to europe or japan Mm -hmm. and have to rebuild his empire and so it would be something of a a a new origin in a way Hmm. for him like a very he, soft reboot. Yeah, like a soft reboot where you see him rebuild everything. Mm. And that would justify the whole tracksuit gang thing because that Yeah. The only way that works is if he 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 was desperate. And yeah. These are the only people he could use. Mm-hmm. So if he rebuilds his empire, then maybe you could slowly incorporate some of the more darker mm-hmm. elements uh into into the story. Right. Like gradually get people used to it. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that might have been what was offered to him. Yeah. Yeah. I um I well I can't I can't find this where I found this before, but 
I was like reading like stuff on like what Vincent D'Onofrio would like to like characters he'd like to interact with as he's portraying Kingpin and Punisher. It, he said Punisher, mm-hmm. uh, Spider Man, and there was one more. Or maybe I think maybe it might have just been. Maybe it was just those two in addition to yeah, obviously Daredevil. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was saying like he would love to see that kind of happen and uh, come to fruition. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Kevin Feige is going to agree. Yeah. But like he would be really excited to like, you know, be able to share the screen or I don't know, a series with mm-hmm. any of those guys. Right. Yeah. Dang. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm glad that... the. I've never been excited about talks like this. Like when rumors yeah. or conversations of, oh, like this actor's in talks of this thing and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm like, whatever. That means they're casted. Like I get it. <laughs> but even though we know that, all right, John Bernthal, he's coming on as Punisher. And that's that's kind of what we're anticipating. That's what we can expect. Yeah. But we know Disney+. Plus, We know Marvel. We know the brand they're trying to build. And it's for the kiddies. It's for, you know, let's... Let's make this bloodless. Let's make this violent list. Let's make yeah. this all the less like in Disney Plus. And so you have these actors that are not just trying to bite, you know, grab the bite and 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 take the bait and just take the money, but they really, really love these characters. Yeah. And they love the portrayal that Netflix allowed them to to explore. And that's what got people like you and I and you, Elise, and us three, and then Fergie, she's not here with us, but um, we love Punisher. So if you're going to bring yeah. him to the big screen, you're going to bring him to TV, you got to keep the integrity of that character. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. that these actors are the ones stepping in and and creating these conversations. Um, something that you mentioned in the article, uh, you said that John Berthold, it sounds like John Berthold feels confident about these conversations that have, have happened recently, that they're gone better than the ones in September. Yes. It sounds like the, the September ones were heated. Yeah, mm. they were, because I think from what, I've read from this site a uh, small screen and and even I think uh John Bernthal was quoted as saying this is this whole PG-13 thing was a deal breaker. So I believe just like Vincent D'Onofrio, he was willing to make some sacrifices, some mm-hmm. compromises. But when according to him, well we got to keep it in the PG-13 mm. level. That really made him angry and he was just like, "Yo, I don't want to you know, unless we work, unless we um, get past this, we're not, there's no conversation to be had. So mm-hmm. that's how it went down in September. Yeah. You know, so, and it, and that makes it even more frustrating for me because mm-hmm. he was willing to make sacrifices mm-hmm. so that fans could see him interact with more MCU characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it would be interesting to see him interact with Spider-Man, just like in the cartoons yep. or whatever, or, or even um, the... Yelena Black mm-hmm. Widow, her, yep. mm-hmm. her just like in the comics. So there's all kinds of different things that fans want to see, and John yeah. Berthold wants to be to to be work with those actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's willing to kind of make some 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 concessions. But so it, I think he got really offended when after he did all that, they were like, "All right, now with that, that's out the way. Let's talk PG-13." And he was like, "This is nothing to talk about, right? We mm. ain't punishing PG-13." Yeah. And he said this this is actually um a role that he's super grateful uh to, mm-hmm. to get the opportunity to play. So it sounds like he really cares about this role. Yep. Which is good to hear because I know a lot of fans, including us, we're like, 
you know, we were talking about um, Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. and it was almost like they didn't care about playing these roles. Mm-hmm. It was done. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. talking. Did you did you get a chance to watch it yet? Yeah, I already seen it. Oh yeah, oh. James it was, Mac- it was me and Fergie. Oh, it's you, yeah, you, yeah. yeah, James McAvoy is so talented. Even at half speed, he was actually pretty good. Dang. Yeah, at half speed, that that's. I, I hope he gets brought into the MCU because yeah. he's super talented. Like. Half speed, but anyway, John Bernthal, <laughs> yeah. like he's super talented. But not only that, he wants to, you know, give it a hundred percent. Yeah, when he plays the character, it just sounds so interesting when a franchise like what Marvel has built on all these platforms, when you keep it to such a limited, um, you know, when you start branding it and you, you it must be PG thirteen, and this is what our PG thirteen looks like. The actors don't get to express their range. The actors no. don't have fun, and they're playing with the limitations that somebody else has put them in. Mm-hmm. Whereas you got all these Netflix shows, which anybody who you know, even before Daredevil was uh, featured on Spider Man No Way Home, right? Yeah. I would tell people like, "Did you watch Netflix series? No. What? Then don't talk to me about TV shows. Don't talk to me about Marvel. <laughs> don't. You can't. You can't." Um, there's just no way around it, like especially now that that these characters are being introduced into the MCU, like. Get but this is going to help with, Disney Plus. I think John. First think of so all, too. John Bernthal was on The Walking Dead, and that was a successful show when he was on it. Right. I know it's had its ups and downs, but when he was on the mm-hmm. show, oh, it was, it was this was a critically acclaimed tel- actual television mm-hmm. show. So he's got credentials, and then Kristen Ritter was on Breaking Bad. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Come on. Oh, like man. these people know what they're that. talking about. Oh. She was, yeah. Yep. And she, oh. she had a good story arc. Mm-hmm. I was sad with what what happened to her character. But um these are not only good actors, but they've worked on actual good TV shows. Mm-hmm. Ha- work with them because that might help this whole Disney Plus experiment succeed. Yeah. Bringing them in. And don't forget Charlie Cox. Yeah. Right. Oh, yep. definitely So not. bring them in mm. and work with them, and that will improve the quality of the story because I think actors, they do have uh, good feedback or good mm. input most of the time. I yeah. Mean, Jeremy they're Renner. They're not pawns. Like they're... Jeremy Renner. I don't, I don't agree with the whole LARPing thing, Jeremy Renner. But, but, but yeah. most of the time, they have good feedback. Yeah. They give good feedback to directors and producers and stuff like that. They're yeah, not pumped. If you, if you have an actor who loves... Like, I'll use this example. I know we're, we're a Marvel podcast, and I won't spend too much time on this, but this whole back and forth about Ben Affleck, whether or not he's continuing on as Batman, now he's not, not then he is, then he's not. He's he's expressed that he does not want to do a Batman film if Zack Snyder's not involved. He's mm, expressed that. To put the boundary up. Yeah, that's his boundary. And, and it's telling... Where people that you work with, the more limitations that they put on, it makes the the atmosphere of the set, the studio, whatever, it, it does it's not artistic, it's not creative, it it doesn't invite for, you know, any actor's input. It, they become pawns. It's just like, no, this is the script, you do it. Yeah. And you know, I think it's beautiful that that these actors, especially uh, are well respected actors. They're going ahead of it yeah. because I can see Disney going in this direction where everything is so like you know tight knit that you can't escape these boundaries. Respectable actors are going to start saying no to this, and yeah. I like that John Berthold's getting ahead of it. 
I think I probably have less juicy news, but news nonetheless. And so I went to comingsoon.net and this headline says, James Gunn, it says, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be the end for this team. Oh, yeah. So, supposedly, I think we may have mentioned wait, this at some wait, point. Wait, wait, wait. The end? The end of for this team. Like, oh, this so they're going to do a new team? Possibly? That's we don't. We, like. Well, that's the thing. It's really, really vague. Um, I will read you uh, this quote that um, he did in an interview. It says, uh, this is the end for us. The last time people will see this team of Guardians, said Gunn, before he spoke about how the film is coming along and how fans can expect a darker take on the franchise. It's so big, it's so big and dark and different from what people might expect it might be expecting it to be. I just want to be true to the characters, the story and give people the wrap up that they deserve for the story and that that's always a little bit scary. I'm doing my best. So he says so hmm. it's really vague this we don't know if that means like it kind of almost sound like people's getting killed up. Like we well, don't oh, know. You can dang. take it in different directions. If he's talking oh. about it's going to be dark, who knows? People might die, or maybe it's just like okay, we're just closing up this chapter, and you get a trilogy. That's it. We don't know. Mm. Um, but this, um, what's interesting is we all know that um, Thor had been with the Guardians following Endgame, so doesn't even list him as part of this cast. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but it does talk about that there has been um, uh, some confirmation about uh, Star-Lord, Drax, and um, Nebula appearing in Thor Love and Thunder. So I, uh, so that's what this yeah. article as a whole mm. uh, gives us. You know, you guys can read more about it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. So it says... Guardians is coming to an end. It's going to be dark. And, you know, I wow, think it okay. also, yeah, Dave Bautista actually, I think last year said he was, he's not doing Drax wow. anymore. Like this was the last time. So Damn. this supports and then that. Adam, Adam Warlock Adam is still involved, right? Yeah, he's still involved. So yeah. I wonder if he's replacing Drax or one of these, one of the members of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know in the comics, the lineup is changes often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like actually, the original Guardians Yondu was on the team, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know in the cartoon, and yeah, maybe if we have free time in the future, we can watch the crossover with the Avengers and Earth and um, the Guardians in the cartoon because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's a completely different lineup. Right. The only yep. people, well, no, they have so there was Star Lord, Rocket, yep, and and uh, Groot, yep, mm-hmm. but. But then there was Adam Warlock, and then this other lady I never heard of. Mm-hmm. No, so no Gamora, no Drax. Mm. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was like a totally different. It was like and and Peter Quill was completely different personality. Huh. Yeah, so we yeah. don't know. It could be. It could mean that they're just closing this, or it could be a new, maybe a new makeup, or it could mean people's dying off. Like we just or really variants. don't. Or oh wow, so like another. We just really don't know Peter yeah. Quill. From another universe. I actually yeah. saw this news and yeah. I didn't really read the article, but I remember thinking that same thing like, huh, like this is clearly not the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is just not the same team yeah. mm-hmm. that we're going to see after volume three. I don't know how I feel exactly about it because, you know, it took one movie to really see their chemistry and then it took the second one to really see them as individuals and then them coming back together. And their team then looked a little different. 
Like they had some hmm. some people, yeah. you know, included in that group. Yeah. But yep. I don't know with, with group changes. Uh, like I know we, you know, when you look at the current Avengers lineup mm-hmm. or the potential Avengers lineup going forward. Yeah. I'm not really fired up. Like if you ask me, am I excited for the new Avengers movie? I'm not. Well, looking at this, are lineup. they done with putting all the pieces in place? I don't know if they're done yet. I don't know. They're definitely uh, not done putting yeah. pieces together because we haven't seen what Thor is going to be like. Right. Because the last we saw him, he was just kind of like a a mess. Yeah. So so we got to figure out what he's going to do. And then Auntie Monica, you know, you know, is she going to step up to the plate? No, you you and I both know. Or is she going to get Karen? You and I both know that Captain Marvel is stepping in there. Yeah. You and I both know it's Captain Marvel. We don't care about We don't care about Karen. I know we don't, but guess who does? Daddy Foggy. That's why uh, it's called Captain Marvel pet. because that's, she's gonna be the captain of the. Avengers. That's literally what, who she's gonna be. She's gonna be like the low key, if not high key, Maybe, leader of the team. Oh, hopefully, she die in the in the Marvels movie. That's then, what I'm hoping. And Auntie Monica and she just Captain Marvel. I heard Auntie Monica had briefly led the group for a time, yep. like in the, yeah, com- in the so comments. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. I, d- I actually looked it up <laughs> after you had posted that on Facebook. I was like, wait a minute, let me do some research. But see, oh. here's the thing with yes. with uh, <laughs> with Captain Marvel showing up in these these. These Zoom meetings at Endgame, and then showing up in the Zoom meeting on at Shang, on Shang Chi, the post, the end credit scene. She white. She not even Asian. But that's but that's not where I'm getting at though. Like it's it's telling me that she's gonna be. If she's not the leader of the team. She's she's they're intending her to be top three. And yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like if you look at the potential current team, I don't know how excited I am to see a new Avengers movie. If you have I'm like. Not. Oh, if, you're, if you're like okay, right now, just yeah, just right pause, now. Press never pause. Mind, press pause. If never mind right, right any now. story, because we already know Thor. We know Thor. We love Thor. If he's in Avengers, great. I know I love Thor. Okay, but, and then we got uh, these uh, new cats. Like, what's um, going on? Well, um, we got what, what about the what about the number twos? So we got we got we got uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. No. We got Bucky. But is Bucky uh, going to be an Avenger though? Is he an Avenger though? As of, way, as of Endgame, the way, the well, as of as of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the way they put yeah. that, the way they put that passcode on his arm, and the way he couldn't handle That's those little, Lager, that, and no, it, no, and the way that he couldn't handle those those new age little super soldiers, like he didn't fight for a, a thousand years. I don't know, dog. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm just answering Rob's you, question you, literally, <laughs> like literally speaking. Yeah, everybody so, in right, Endgame. So right, right, yeah, yeah. Let's put. Okay, let's, you're right. You're right. Say, Let's, put Let's the say um, we got the roster. It's not everybody in Endgame, by the way. Not, oh, not, so we're excluding Falcon or the well, new no, Captain America. The new Captain America is in it, but what I'm saying counts. is the current team. We got Falcon, aka uh, Captain America, the new Captain America. Yeah. Uh, potentially Bucky, because yeah. if you if you turn on Disney Plus, you see the lineup. They show you what the lineup is, and I don't remember oh, seeing Bucky. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Doctor Strange, I think, is there. Yeah. Shang Chi is there. Um. Captain Marvel's there. Um, who else? Who yeah, there's there's a lot of number two. The, that's the thing. Yeah, that's it's what I'm like, saying. There's like, number why would I be excited for this new Avengers and movie? some corny people like Captain Marvel? Like this is not and some new people like Shang Chi and and Kate Bishop. I guess Kate oh, I, Bishop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right, Kate. So well, new, is she going to be new Avengers or Young Avengers? We don't even that's know. That's the thing. We don't. We, know. Know. we have no clue. Yeah, that's the thing too. It so right like, now. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to focus on Thor and Doctor Strange, like people like that. Yeah. Thor and Doctor Strange, or, or, I think, or Wong. But I also think Bruce Banner is still in there. 
But, but what, I don't know. Where is like, he at? I don't I know. No I, nah, he probably is gonna be the 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 guy in the chair. I actually heard that they're developing a a, a Hulk solo movie. Oh wow! Yeah, really? They're finally gonna do. I, but I how, they've been but, trying to do but, that but, for but, some time. But Universal has the distribution rights, so did they work out a deal with them? It sounds like they did. I I don't oh, have the article. So That's not the news I have. But I saw somewhere that they they're doing a Hulk movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's doing a like yeah. I don't know how this is getting sorted out because. They're putting in people who are like obviously a part of like the Avengers team that we know. Mm-hmm. Then you've got, then I guess they might be trying to do a new Avengers or a young Avengers team. And then you got people who are part of the Thunderbolts. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know where anyone's going yep. anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. there's, because before yeah. this, we had one overarching story. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. involved Thanos and the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And then, yeah, you had well, the- before that, it was Hydra. That's true. Like Hydra! that was Hydra, Ultron. <laughs> sorry. Right. Oh, sorry. Well, well, I always no, have to do but that. Even in those stories, you still had the overarching thing, like where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. Like thing? once this, like once Hydra and Ultron are dealt with, yeah. now we got to focus on Thanos. But this current thing does not seem to have one big bad with other subsidiaries. No. Like it looks like there are three big bads. That we're all that this is all leading towards one big bad that is cosmic, another big bad that is street level, and then another big bad that has some powers. I don't know, but it seems like we're going in that direction where it's like all leading to three or four or five big bads, and it's just yeah, not clear. Yeah. And then never mind one big bad, it's like team versus team. You mentioned the Thunderbolts, that's where we're going with that too. So yeah, it's it's not. So to to go back to to your news that you mentioned about Guardians of the Galaxy, this is one of the reasons why, like when when they when Marvel or any studio shakes up teams, I, I get uncomfortable because mm-hmm. we got time to get used to how, what it was and it was working right. Now we got to get to know these characters and watch their chemistry, and I'm I'm afraid that Marvel is going to rely on a formula. Yeah. For us to love these movies yeah. and not actually care about these characters. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm afraid of. But I think I definitely can see why you feel that way. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. But James Gunn, I, I'm going to trust James Gunn. Yep. His only weakness, all these directors have a weakness. His weakness is toilet humor. He, he's got to yeah. cut that stuff out. Yeah. But outside of that, I think he's really good at taking weird characters and Mm-hmm. Making them become a a, a unit, mm-hmm. a unified group. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that with the Suicide Squad. He's done that with the other Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. And I think, as long as he can keep the toilet humor to a very very low minimum, mm-hmm. and really build up the stakes, because I think if since this is the third movie, if you build up the stakes, like yo, these people might have to die to save the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Then I could see why. Okay, maybe we need to switch up this group mm-hmm. and who's who's a member of the Guardians. Right. That's the only way it could work. If it's just some goofy formula thing. Well, yeah. he said. He said. <sighs> according his words was that it's supposed to be dark. So they're probably going to have to risk their lives. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm thinking. Like. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be. You know, I don't want to be tricked yeah. into being like, oh yeah, ooh, it's going to happen. Marvel's going to do it, and then it's like. Barely scratching Same the surface. Like okie doke. I just yeah. don't. That so yeah. I don't want to be okie doke. I, I well, I trust James Gunn. I think overall because you know seeing him now do stuff with DC and he's he's just he's a crazy man. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he seems to be fairly unfiltered. So I feel like okay, if James is telling me 
that he's going to go in a direction. I'm like, okay, you know what, James? I've seen you. I've seen you do some things. Mm-hmm. So Just call him James. <laughs> I see you, James. I see you, James. So, you know, that. so yeah. I'm, I'm going to trust. You confidence for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to right. trust it's him. But yep. but again, Kevin Feige, man. He but, might, I know, but, but, no, but, but James no. Gunn, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's James Gunn. Remember yeah. that whole situation that happened where he switched over to DC, did Brightburn, and then it scared Marvel, and then they yeah. had to hire him back? Mm-hmm. No, it's James Gunn. They're giving him some free reign. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's the only person, like, if you attach his name to Marvel, I'll believe that Marvel will yep. go dark just, just because of it's him. Any mm-hmm. other name, I'll be like, ah, dang, you know what? Yep. Let's keep the bar low. Let's not even install it. Yep. <laughs> here's what I here's yeah. what I will say. If if you want to restore my confidence in Marvel, then for the new Avengers movie, you get the Russo brothers. Mm, that's yep, what you got to do. That's the only way. It's the only way. I don't know of any yep. director that they currently have. I think if if it's not the Russo brothers, get John Watts to do okay. the new yep. Avengers. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. that's that's just my. I don't know. That's, that's how what, I want to pitch yeah. it. Yeah. But any rando, please don't put a rando on an Avengers movie. You like, just don't. this yeah. is a team up. Don't mess it up. But yeah, I saw that somewhere, and I'm glad you expanded on that. Um, I don't know what this team is going to look like, but it sounds like some people are going to die. Hey, I I'm here so. for it, man. I want some tension. I don't want this mm. goofy, hey, every, everything's happy. Let's go celebrate Christmas. I'm trying to cry in the theater, James. Come I'm on. To cry. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. Let's I'm do it. I have some news, and it's not even really news, but it's kind of to, to get a conversation going. Um, you, have you guys ever like been on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and there's like, you know, uh, dream casting? Yeah, yeah. Not, not the video game. Yeah, but it's like you know, uh, <laughs> wow. When when people you know say they want to cast the thing, and they attach an actor that everybody, and then that yeah. becomes a whole thing. Is kind of yep. how we got John Krasinski yep. uh, potentially playing and Emily Blunt, yeah, right, and Emily Blunt, right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one that we have forgotten about. Uh oh. And I want to read this article. This article came out February second, so this is today. A movie star returns. Why Channing Tatum is finally oh. ending his break from acting. I'm not going to read the whole article, but I'm going to read a portion of it. Uh, you guys remember back when there was this whole huge rumor of him being casted as um, Gambit. Gambit. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tatum was so in love with the script that Carolyn had co-written. But after Disney merged with Fox, Gambit became a casualty of the cooperative takeover in 2019. Once Gambit was taken away, this is Tatum's quoting. Once Gambit was taken away, I was so traumatized, Tatum says, adding that he swore off watching the Avengers. Wow. I shut off my Marvel machine. I haven't been able to see any of the movies. I loved that character, and it was just too sad. It was like losing a friend because I was so ready to play him. So there was a lot of production going on. Maybe it was writing. Maybe it was pre-production, whatever, going on with the potential Gambit movie. Mm-hmm. My question to you guys is why are we getting this article now? Why Ooh, do you think? you know what? Why wow, you made me think. Because I pat like as I was looking through news mm-hmm. i saw that and i was just like oh well whatever and they're just like oh well he's about to, he's like pushing 50 he's gonna be too old this and that and they were yeah mm-hmm. all the stuff so i was just kind of like okay i can't talk about that because 
clearly it's still like in um what do you call that like in development hell like it's not right gonna it's not gonna come come back but now that you said that mm-hmm. yo but at the same time I mean, this man is what, like a Louisiana Creole guy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Channing Tatum, though? Yeah. I, so That's my one thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not opposed completely, yep. but I'm just kind of like, ah, uh, that. that doesn't really match the the origin, unless you're going to switch it. But you can't switch it. I like mm. him having, you know, his seasoning cabinet is there so he can cook. Like, you know, that yep. was the thing. <laughs> y'all, y'all remember that clip that we watched? <laughs> like, he he came through with the he was like yeah get the time get the cayenne like he needs to have the flavor like mm-hmm. does Channing t- can Channing Tatum do that I think I he can know. if you ask me yeah I, I think, think so? I think it depends on if he's really being serious when he says I'm in love with this character I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing research I'm preparing I'm carefully putting in the work to be ready to play the character if he's being honest about that I think he can do it yeah. Okay. Um, but if he's just saying all that to sound good, then he's gonna fail. Yeah, um, I mean, homeboy. I just wonder. Oh, sorry. No, no, go yeah, ahead. no, homeboy's been heartbroken over this for like ten years. Yeah, though. so he must really be serious about like. Yeah, because I, I think well, the first thing I think was budget. You know, is Fox willing to spend X amount of money to make the movie? Mm-hmm. Then it was the scripts, different script writers, and mm. approving a script. And then once that happened, then it was like, okay, well, we're working on these other projects, so you're going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they were able to start pre-production, I think that's when, um, I think there were some technical issues with pre-production. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they, they sold everything to Marvel. So it was yeah. just one thing after another. So I can understand why he's frustrated, because mm-hmm. one thing after another kept getting in the way of his his dream to play this character. Yeah. So here's here's my thought on it. So I think first of all he has the look. He, if if Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the makeup on, looks you, you wise, know, he yeah, he looks wise, he definitely got it. I think the whole Louisiana thing and and yeah. that, you know, I think that's going to take some years and just like getting in the culture and all that and he doesn't quite have that. I will say um Rinaldi, we talked about this before we started recording. Elise, have you watched Ozark at all? No, I have not. No. So uh Jason Bateman is mm-hmm. before uh Ozark, um, he was in a lot in a lot of comedy movies. I remember him being in um was he was he in Arrested Development? Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, him, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so he's show, primarily yeah. uh you know, comedy. Yep. He kills it in, in Ozark. Ozark. Mm. And he's not comedic at all. Like wow. not one bit. And so, and this is not, Jason Bateman is not the only one. Like, we've seen Jim Carrey do this. We've seen, yeah. um, who's another actor who's went from comedy to, uh, Will um, Smith does this. Yeah, Will Smith and, um, ooh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Oh, that's Perfect true. example. Yeah. So, so, I know that Gambit is not going to be such a serious role because it's, I think in that realm, it's easy to go from comedy to you know, really serious, you know, let's get this, bring some reality to it. But I do think that with the right people, with the right training, he, there's potential there. Mm-hmm. All I know is that he has a look. Yep. Also, he's like, what is he? Is he 50 now? They said he's pushing 50. I don't, I got to get his exact age. I don't think he's quite 50 yet, but he's getting close. He's knocking yeah. on the door. <laughs> yeah. I, they got to. Well, they got to introduce X Men first, unless they want to introduce the the mutants one by one slowly, and then bring in X Men. But I say he's got like five, six movies under his belt if they start soon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I, I don't know. Um, but I wanted to read this because one, we got to see a little bit of what their vision was, but also it's February 2nd, all this news about variants and different movies and, you know, Ben Affleck coming back as Daredevil in, you know, uh, Dr. Strange, you have all these, all this news. And I'm just wondering, like, why was this released today in the middle of all this? My my conspiracy bulb goes off when I when I see things well, like that. Well, people on the internet was adding years to him. He's forty one. He's forty one. Yo, people was like, time. "Oh, he's going to hit 50s. I was like, "Really believe it?" See, good thing I fact checked. Wait, yeah. Ben Affleck's only forty one. No, no, Channing no. Tatum is forty one. Wait, what? Rinaldi went to space and came back. <laughs> yeah, I did. My fault. Um, yeah. you were looking up something. I saw that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I think. Are you guys talking about like? Well, how old is Gamma gonna be? Because well, I don't think that's a big. It's not a big deal, but like his longevity, like uh, uh, um, Channing Tatum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Playing if, multiple he, movies, being Gamma. Multi- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nah, he's fine. He's he, he, yeah, he'll be all yeah. right. You can do that. So then, so then, I I feel good. It depends on which direction they're gonna go. I hope Marvel doesn't change up, like, you know. The whole Louisiana and yeah, and the whole that. that's that's a fun Sherry thing. Like even though it was terrible, I'm like, yo, that's the worst French accent of all time. Yes, <laughs> but even he's got to keep something like that. Yep. Like, yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. My Sherry. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's bad, but <laughs> it's okay. My Sherry. Yikes. Awesome. That's the news. All I got. That's 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 the news. All I got. That's all the news I got. <laughs> all I got. The news. All I got. The news. The news. I got all. Yoda out here. Yep. Well, guys, that's our comic book movie news. I'm sure there's more news out there. Please reach out to us, marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. If there's something that we missed, or if you want to continue this conversation on everything we talked about in this episode. Until then, catch you guys later. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, Let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing MarvelousFriendsPod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.